C A B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to Uppy in the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy, and with me, as always, is the most amazing Donovan Mustache. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing well. Thank you for asking. What is in that beautiful cup I see you drinking, sir? Well, I am drinking something that is very close to you, and it is called Sierra Nevada. Would that be pale ale, or would that be, what is it? This is the Sierra Nevada pale ale. Known and known as of the, it's known as the handcrafted ale, can conditioned, (laughs) twelve ounces, coming out of Sierra Nevada Brewing, Chico, California, Mills River, North Carolina. Does it also say family owned, family operated, and fought over on the can? It says owned and operated by those you don't know about in China. Huh. No, actually, sorry. <laughs> it says family, company. It says family owned and operated. Excuse me, Pale Ale. Excuse me, Sierra Nevada. I don't want to talk disparagingly about you. I don't want to cast a spare, uh, uh, disparage on your uh, asparagus there. So, well, usually the beer there's I drink is the hazy little thing IPA, mm-hmm. and on that can they also include, you know. Family owned and operated. Yeah. No, this is family. And argued over. Yeah. 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 But no, this is family owned and operated. And I Mm. appreciate that because um, it's a very good beer. You, if if it's a solid choice. Yeah. If you, if you're like me and I drink Coronas and Coors and everything else between the sun and then all of a sudden you do a pale ale, you're pretty fucked up. You know, (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't want to go too far off this subject, but, um, up here today, it was actually sunny. Was it? Was like kind of in the 60s. And it was kind of nice because it made me think, hey, we're that much closer to summer. And I'm that much closer to drinking those ice cold Coronas. Because when it gets to be like 105 degrees out, what's more refreshing than ice cold Corona with some lime and salt? Oh, yeah. That's me. Because when it gets to be that hot. You can't be doing the double IPAs when it's on. No, you get thirstier. Right mm-hmm. now, the winter, the winter is great for IPAs. It's a great mm-hmm. IPA season, right? Because you just knock them down. It feels good. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, this is nice. Well, you can take your time drinking them. They're not going to get too warm. No. Um, speaking of IPAs, um, I do want to mention. What do you have? I was up in I was up in Sacramento this past weekend doing a union work, and on my way home, um, before I got to the freeway. I stopped off at Fieldwork Brewing and um, picked up a couple of growlers. And the one I'm drinking tonight is called the Sticky Bandit IPA. And it's a hazy IPA and actually is quite delicious. So I think, honestly, um, I have to be up there next month. I might actually stop by again and get some of that. And I also picked up um, uh, a double IPA that I was drinking last night called um, Destination Unknown. So if you ever are in Sacramento which I doubt you will be, um, go to field work, um, hip a little place, 
Got a nice little um, bearded man selling your IPAs. It's quite fitting. And good place, good neighborhood. Um, I had the hardest time finding parking. I spent more time trying to find a parking spot than I did actually there. Was this in down? So. Was this in the downtown area? Where were you at? Mm, close, close. Um, I'm not sure, but it was bustling. I mean, for Sunday, early Sunday afternoon, you couldn't find parking for shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice whole neighborhood. I mean, honestly. Sounds like. Uh, and it's good like beer. I'm feeling yeah. pretty buzzed. <laughs> so. Sounds like to me. Yeah, that's a right? good old Sacktown feeling, right? It's a very, you know, especially, um, I don't want to go too far off topic because we have a lot of great subjects to get to, but especially given where we live, you know, we got LA, San Diego, San Francisco, a lot of hip places that um, deserve every bit of the praise that they get. Mm-hmm. Sacramento is very underrated. Like, it is a great city. Like, um, we used to go there and have fun all the time, party all night, you know, go to Old Town. Um, great place. Well, listen. Out of all the fifty states in in the United in the United States, uh, I gotta say that we are probably number one in the microbrewery scene. Remember this, America. When you decided to outlaw alcohol, and you had this whole prohibition, and little pop up stills were coming up and here and there in the backwoods, California took over, and we're it. We're the 20th century uh, prohibition. If you want a good beer, if you want a good drink, California has it. If I'm not mistaken, I think San Diego leads the way in like craft breweries per capita. Like, yeah, I, I just like, yeah, and I live in a county of 500,000 people. We got like one <laughs> 20 miles away, right? 20 miles away. But we got something other than cows and uh, racist Republican farmers, so we're good. We had Kevin good. McCarthy, right? Was it Kevin <laughs> McCarthy's your congressman? Was it? Baker's no, uh, I don't know if he represents us. Uh, I mean, to be honest, um, I'm not that hip on the knowledge, but my representative in the House. Uh, I don't yeah, think it's Kevin. Re- I don't think it's Kevin. No, McCarthy. I, I had we had um, Republican Jeff Denham forever. And we finally voted him out this past yeah, election. Yes, you're not, you're not McCarthy. Good. I'm very happy. Yeah. I feel better. <laughs> it makes me, it, it makes me feel good. So feel, feel so good. I want to talk about some music. Uh, that's uh, yes. Um, tell us what we're doing tonight, Donovan. Well, we're doing the top three cover songs ever, which means. Are only our co- top three cover songs because that's what matters most. And what's so right. good about our top three <laughs> or our top five or our top ten of anything is that it's where we've been or what we like. And whatever you like, I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, this is what well, we the one about. thing I love is this is actually like truly like this will be our only second episode that makes it to the interwebs where everyone will listen. But this is our fourth recording. And what I love is this is the first time that you came to me and said, hey, let's do this. Like, yeah. you woke up inspired. And I that's did. what I love. Because honestly, like, we are going to be a serious show. And we're going to talk serious topics and do research and shit. 
but the ranking things is really fun and really easy. Oh yeah. Like I, you know, I re-listened to our episode from last week like three times and I like bent over laughing each time I listened to it because <laughs> we had so much fun. <laughs> and Mrs. Uppy was going to be here with us again, but again, she's working 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. shifts. She was just too tired. Okay. So That's I will fine. throw out, when we're done, I'll throw out one song that she said that she loved. Okay. We'll, I will throw that out there. She will be, um, how about this? Um, her favorite song <clears throat> will be our outro tonight. Perfect. Perfect. That'll be good for her. Okay. Yeah. So coming in at number three as your top favorite cover song would be? Me? Uh, my number three, um, going way off the charts here. I think I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Because, damn, her vocals in that song are fucking amazing. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Yes. You know like, what? I can, still, I can still picture the music video in my head. like Just by her vocals. And also on the flip side of it, and I hate to be rude to a, mm-hmm. a deceased person, um, don't do drugs. Don't marry the bad boy. Because all that wasted talent that she had. So, but, so who was the original singer for that song? Um, from what I saw, Dolly Parton. Was, was it Dolly Parton? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney Houston made that her bitch then, because mm-hmm. that's what that's yeah. what cover songs are about. It's like you sing that thing and you take it. You make money off of it. Make a career off of it. That is your song now. You sing it to make it sound like it's your own. You know, that's that's you. Dude, she fucking killed it. Like. Again, those vocals, like, I'm, I'm not, like, a vocal type person, but holy shit. She just did. Just re-listen to that song and just think, holy crap, the talent that she had. Right? I'm, I'm Well, we're both 90 babies. Mm-hmm. Well, beyond the song, but you know what I mean? Baby, we're, yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're 90s. We're 90s kids. We're 90 babies. We're, we're, we know. Mm-hmm. Ah, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston is yep. a great, great song. Um her her uh, admiration for that time, um, Kevin Costner was actually asked uh, quite a bit about the time that he you know worked on the set for um, mm-hmm. that movie that it was it performed on, and mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest things that they asked him was like you know how do you feel about being a white man and a love movie with a black woman, and he said this is just a love movie, nothing else. You know, each nice. and every single time. That's what he gets. And they said, well, you know, she's a black woman who's a singer and you're the white actor. And no, this is just a love movie. Seriously, who gives a fuck? Right? right. And over and over, that's all he said. And so it's so awesome to hear that that you ha- actually picked that. I will always love you by by um, uh, Whitney Houston. That's actually really awesome. So my number two. Three. Is, your number three. Oh, my number three. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah. My number three is going to be Just to See You Smile by Bonnie Prince Billy. Um, the original singer of that song was um, a country singer uh, that we all know, we all love, and he probably married one of the most beautiful women in the world that everybody else, Faith Evans, uh, Faith Hill, excuse me. Um, and it was a beautiful, beautiful song, Just to See You Smile. Um What's so cool about this song is that the, when he, I heard the song and what's the most popular version of it is that it's in a, uh, I think he's doing a concert. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on in the background and he just simply just performs the song. 
and it's beautiful, right? It's very simple. It's very um, down to the point, and that's what I like about it. Uh, he gets to it, so it's a very solid choice. Mm-hmm. Very solid. You, I know you're not in the country. That's why. I, no. <laughs> Tim, Tim, if, Tim if McGraw not, is the original. Tim McGraw who sings it. So if it's not honky tonk, but honky tonk. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not as good as I once was, then I probably don't know it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But but Tim, Tim McGraw Tim McGraw did that song. It's a great song. But Bonnie mm-hmm. Prince Billy um re, you know, he did it for a concert and the way he did it was amazing. So That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You ready for my number two? Yes, number two. My number two, and I'm gonna get shit for this and I don't care. My number two is uh, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Because. Wow. Well, well, they don't molest children. And um, they just great rock rendition of the song. I, I, I think they killed it. And they made somewhat of a career off of it. I'm sure they're still touring small casinos and county fairs. But that was like the song of the year at the time, I think. And. It still pops up on my, uh, you know, I'm listening to my iTunes. I still listen. Still holds my attention. And what is it about that song? Did it way better than like my... though? What is it about the song? Because I listen to it and I just feel very like, um, you know, leaving high school summer type of feeling. Well, seeing as how I'm a whole one year older than you, I think of um, <laughs> post high school. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> fuck my parents, do whatever I want. Hang out with my friends who are smoking pot. You know, I didn't, but um, I don't know. It, it was just catchy. It was cool. But and to me, it was like post-high school. I actually saw them. Um, they were on tour. They actually came here to Modesto, believe it or not. They were touring with a bunch of uh, metal bands like Edema. It, they were way out of place, but they, yeah, they actually played Modesto, which is weird. Did they did they play actually live? Because I've I've seen mm-hmm. him live, and he sucks. Well, everyone on that bill sucked. I mean, you're talking to a Green Day fan, so anyone who's not Green Day kind of sucks. Yeah, but you had a demo, and then the demo only had like one good song. <laughs> if if they did, I didn't know it. <laughs> it was like it was, one it was good. three metal bands. It was three metal bands and Alien Ant Farm. Alien yeah. Ant Farm did not belong on the bill, but um, yeah. But it, it was it was a song of that season or whatever it was summer I don't know but I don't know just I, I think back and I still think you know sunny days and being young and youthful and you know they had that little kid doing the Michael Jackson moves in the video and they did a good job yeah I, yeah, I, I mean yeah. in the spirit of the exercise I think they outdid the original and that's the whole point I think. Yeah, well, until I say in my, until I say in my number one, and people are like, "What the hell are you talking about now?" You, you know but, what's funny though, because those guys, those guys always, those guys always lived like literally in the Merino Valley, Norco Corona area, mm. so they were not really they were not too far from where. No, gotcha. Well, hey, you got yeah, your little local yeah. slubs. Yeah, they were like, "Well, did you know the guy from Alien Art Farm lived in, Cal- in Corona?" And you're like, "Okay, how far is that from where I live?" Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Down the 91. 
down down the only freeway that's a weird number that's not go that down the only freeway <laughs> in the inland empire that's actually not even numbered they'll go take the 91 east well aren't all freeways that are even numbered east and west yeah except for the 91 <laughs> So you, so you got you got to go. Okay, so I'll go ninety one east. So you know that's it's crazy, we're, but it's like a short distance that it goes east and west that way. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Um, well, anyway, no, I was saying that's great <laughs> that you have Alien Ant Farm because up here we have um, shoot. Um, our local equivalent would be the band that did the song Smoke Screen and Flying Blind. Flying blind, they one hit wonders. Uh, smoke screen. Um, they're. Um, I hope she doesn't correct me and embarrass me later. But um, Mrs. Uppy worked at a local pizza chain, and not like one of the big names, not like Pizza Hut or Little Caesars or you know anything like that. But one of the members of that band, I think, routinely went into her pizza place. Yeah, and I was there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look up the song Smoke Screen. Like, they were one hit wonders. It was a great song. And that's all they ever had. But they had more than I ever did. So, there's that. All but, right. How about we get to your number two? My number two is Credence Clearwater Revival. Mm-hmm. I heard it through the grapevine. Oh. I absolutely love this song. The reason why this is my number two is that because it has all the elements of if this was a song that you can write as your own and perform it, mm-hmm. they did it, right? They hit all the notes, they had every single element of it, and they performed it so well that you just, whenever you hear it, you just rock out, right? If you truly mm-hmm. heard, uh, excuse me, heard all of CCR's I Heard of the Grain Fine, you would just rock out 10 minutes later. <laughs> That's what they did. Once we're off air, I will um, probably go to YouTube and look it up. Oh, you'll rock but out to the song. I have to say, at least this time, I've both heard of the song and the band. So yes. we're getting warmer. Yes, I got one more. And uh, I'm going old school on all my stuff because I've listened to a lot of old rock and roll. And uh mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I've just, what I've been brought up with. But because of those things, I have a lot of appreciation for covers. Because I know now who sang what or who did this or who did right. that. You know, so. So what is your number two? Uh, If I wasn't going to get crucified from my number two, I'm going to get crucified from my number one. Uh, my number one um, doesn't actually have an official recording of it. But I just think they did a damn good job. So it is actually Green Day covering We Are the Champions by Queen. We are the champions. And I'm going out on a limb on this one because I think Billy Joe did a damn good job on that song. Um, You would have to go to YouTube and um, look up maybe their performance of the songs from the Reading Festival. But he draws a lot of inspiration from Freddie Mercury is pretty clear um, if you were to look up how they both conducted themselves in concert. And I think he 
I, I think they did it justice, which is why I'm willing to go so far out on a limb for this one because who knows if anyone that listens to us is a queen die hard. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But no. They did a good job. Like, honestly, they killed it. They nailed it. Every time the Penguins win the Stanley Cup, I post that song and that video on um, my Facebook because it's not Queen, but it's damn good. All right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big Green Day lover uh, since 1993. <laughs> For you, it was four. I had Dookie tape. Uh, I had the Dookie tape. Mm-hmm. This is this is when before. Before they came out, anything else? This is when we were still on tapes. I had Dookie as my first tape. Uh, I turned. I had my birthday, and my grandpa just said, "Hey, you know, what do you want for your birthday?" And I said, "I wanted mm-hmm. cool rock tape." And that's what he bought me. An actual cassette. My first cassette. Are you sure, it's not. <laughs> my first cassette. <laughs> I had cassettes Dookie. too, not that one, but. Was it ninety three or ninety four? I'm pretty sure they just celebrated the 25th anniversary, so it would be 1994. Was it? Because, you know, it's so hard to remember. I hate to break it to you. You were 11 years old, not 10. Oh, was I 11? Yeah. You know what? When you, yeah, when you start going far that far back, it's kind of hard to go. I, <laughs> I was born in 82. I get the late 80s and early 90s mixed up all the time. You know what? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because you're a year older than me. I'm going to say it was probably a year because it's really hard to tell sometimes. If people mm-hmm. ask me about something, I go, I think it's that time. Right. But you're right. I've been wrong before, but. Well, only twice. My first mm-hmm. wife and what's the second one? He <laughs> 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 didn't see that one coming. <laughs> First wife? Okay. Eh, so Probably being a Browns fan is over too. <laughs> no. Uh, being, uh, taking part of a team will never be a mistake ever in your life. That is your team, right? You choose it, you live it, you breathe it. That's you. Well, I do know in our lifetimes you've seen as many Super Bowl wins as I have. So uh, I am dying to hear what your number one is. Probably All right, so what's your number one? I, I'm going to probably add that into our edit. It's going to be good. <laughs> nice. Okay. My number one is Johnny Cash's 25 Minutes to Go. Okay. Originally, the song was posted by Shel Silverstein. The he, poem person? The poem person who also wrote for um, uh, Playboy was also the same guy who wrote the song. Well, what? Yeah. So if you ever go online and you decide to, to uh, type in 25 Minutes to Go by Shel Silverstein, that is the first person who shows up. Actually, he wrote the song, mm-hmm. and he has an album that came out, and that's one of his, his things that he performed, and it is super-duper awesome. And the premise of the song is, and that Johnny Cash performs too, is that he is an individual who's in jail. He's counting down his time. And each time he counts down to his time, something awkward happens or he talks to somebody. And before he knows it, he's gone. Hmm. 
But Shel Silverstein's song does the same thing, but there's a little bit more of a detail involved. And everybody should listen mm-hmm. to both because they're very awesome. You'd love it, and you would say, why didn't I know that earlier? Will do. Okay. Nice choice, sir. Thank you. So... I don't know what that was. <laughs> Are you dancing or what? <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> well, um, before we get to our next topic, um, our first serious topic, um, I do want to, um, you're a Chargers fan. Mm-hmm. I do want to say um, have fun dealing with Antonio Brown twice a year. I'm so glad he's out of our conference or or uh, division. So I know you're confident in your team's defense, but he's a crafty little fuck. So good luck with that. Like I said earlier, and I'll say it again, when you get to a point that uh, high in your career, you better perform. And if you don't, fuck you and your $30 million. (laughs) Because you, you know, um, I, I do have to say, living up because you mentioned Raiders fans, because um, we represent both ends of it. Because you know, Raiders, Oakland, LA, you know, you're down south, I'm up north. Um, having lived through a team leaving their city, um, living in uh, Western Pennsylvania when uh, the Browns moved, um, I'm kind of happy for Raiders fans that they have at least something to be excited for this coming season. Um, because what a shitty, you know, hand they've been dealt, you know, having to suffer through their team leaving again. And then they completely did a fire sale last year. So at least they got something to be excited about in their last season in Oakland, even though it's not official yet. They're trying to sign that deal, but it hasn't happened yet. So who knows? But at least they got something. That's all I can say. Fuck Antonio Brown. We're going to get him. Hey, <laughs> he's going down. Problem, not he's I don't going care. down. That guy, <laughs> he has no chance over here. Even twice a year, he has no chance. Well, here's the thing. Again, when you are worth that much money and you're going to leverage it, that affects your play. Every single time it's going to affect your play because now you have to perform. He may not have to perform ever and guess what he'll be happy because he gets 30 million guaranteed what are you gonna do mm-hmm. with 30 fucking million dollars other 70 million that he's already made you live happily ever after right that's it he could buy throwing could, couches out of his apartment in miami right he could kind of well really he's done he's done if he really wants to live he can just not really do anything but he gamed he gamed the system uh, that gamed him. That's the one kudos. That is the one kudos I want to give him is he basically played it like the NBA. Said, I'm unhappy. I want to go somewhere. And then because usually the NBA owners appease their players. Yeah. And that doesn't happen in the NFL, but he did it. So kudos to him on that one because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think 
the NFL players are the only ones who don't have guaranteed salaries. No. They have caps, right? Mm-hmm. They can pay they can pay whatever they want at the end of the day because that's part of their structure. But he he truly pulled it off. Mm-hmm. He got what he wanted. And he can still retire, get hurt, and say, eh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay back and retire. I mean, if he really wanted to, he, yeah, he, I mean, he's got the $30 million guaranteed. Um, he, he could force his way out of Oakland, too. I mean, they're, they're kind of money dumb. He, he can make them want to cut him, and then he's yeah, free to go wherever but, he wants. Yeah, but this also goes back to the time that he was in college. Remember, um, they make money off of him in college. Mm-hmm. Right, there's sports events that happen. There's sports uh, teams. There's you know there's contract deals uh, um, for for their name, the naming rights. They don't even get any part of. And here he is, and people are so pissed at him about what he's doing, and he's gaming the system, and everybody's mad at him. But they Didn't weren't he mad get at a the free system. Free education in college. Well, guess what? He earned his education. <laughs> well, he well, earned it. I had to have the I had to have the equivalent to you saying that's what they get paid for. <laughs> no, so. he fucking earned it. He earned it. What is he doing right now? He's leveraging out everything that he learned about what it means to be a college player or an athletic player or an NFL player, right? Well, actually, it's NFL, but a professional player. He leveraged it all the way through. He got mm-hmm. a free education, and he made it work for himself. And people are mad because they're no longer going to make any money off of him, ever. Who's going to make money off of him? Who? The Raiders now. They're going to make money. Well, Raiders are the only team in the NFL that have consistently been able to sell their product at price for that amount of years, ever. Mm-hmm. Nobody can beat that, right? They can sell their jerseys. They can sell their hats. Their merchandising is the top of the line. No other team could ever do that. Look it up. That's why they have it for him. But again, what what if he stubs his toe on the stub uh, on the the um, the st- the monster? You know, you know that pops up out of nowhere. Boom, he's done. <laughs> Right? The turf monster. <laughs> the turf monster. What happens? He's done. That's all he's got to do. He's he's done. He has earned every single fucking million dollars that he's could because he's put his sure. line on the body. Uh, he, he's he's went out there and he did everything he had to do. Right? He's put his line out. He's put his body out there. Excuse me. Put on the body on the line. Yeah. For how long? Since he was uh, a kindergartner. Those kids are being trained to be NFL athletes since kindergarten. And he made it work. Yeah. And people are mad. I'm not mad at him. Do it. I think they're only mad because he had to like a total diva. I think yeah. that's the issue. Whatever. But again, since 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 he was a fourth grader, a third grader, and they're still treating him like a third grader. Well, maybe if he acted like an adult, he'd be treated like an adult. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's got adult money. 
I don't care. He's not on the Steelers anymore, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> For you. <laughs> he's he's your gonna, problem. He's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything. He could he could run into a crowd and get hurt and then be like, I'm done. But guess what? He could. $30 million. Dollars, thanks, bitches. You know? How many jobs have you ever had where they said, we're going to give you $30 million no matter where you get hurt or you're alive? Would you do it? My current my current one, yeah. They they do it all the time. They don't offer me that, but mm. I'm I'm kidding. No, yeah, that doesn't say, happen in my life. I was about to say. Or anyone I know. That's I was about to say, you you you're like some fucking specialist that we don't know about. Right? Right. Yeah. But yeah. we're on the topic of football. I, I just want to mention because you mentioned thirty million dollar people, um, Drew Carey. Um, I'm mentioning him because we went to the Chargers-Browns game together with our families. Um, That first season, they moved to L.A. And I don't know what the situation was, but I went somewhere by myself. I'm not sure if it was to go to the bathroom, buy some beers. I don't know. But you weren't with me. Like, I get to the top of the concourse, and... Some guy is wearing a shirt that says, if being a Browns fan was easy, it'd be called your bomb. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we were like sheet, three sheets of the wind, right? Mm-hmm. And because the second we got in the state of we were drinking. And I was like, dude, that shirt's awesome. Because, you know, it was just nice to be around other Browns fans. Because I, I would say almost half that. You know, half the fans there that day were Browns fans. There's a decent amount of orange in the crowd. And the guy was was like, man, like, he was happy I recognized this shirt, you know, and its originality. But then he was also like, you just missed Drew Carey. He walked off that way. And I'm skeptical, but I also know that, like, you know, he does the prices, not the prices right. Is it the prices right? Is that his Mm -hmm. show? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know he's based in L.A., so... To me, it was plausible he was there. Like, why wouldn't he be? Like, he's a huge Cleveland guy. So, um, but yeah. I'm sure he's worth $30 million, at least. But I had to throw that story out there because I've never gotten to tell it to anyone other than, you know, Mrs. Eppy. If being a Browns fan is easy, you'd be called your mom. And this is all in the restroom? No, it was on the way to the restroom. Oh, okay. Or to get beer. I think I was getting beer. I don't know. Because I want to say anytime I was getting beer, you were with me. So I don't know that that was it. That's kind of cool, but awkward. But I was by myself. So it was weird because the only time in the whole day I was by myself. I'm I'm glad I wasn't there at that same gay bar that we were you were at. But I I want to say you were. It's called a L.A. Chargers game. <laughs> it's called the Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all, your, for you. tell all your, tell all your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> police academy fans. Um, anyways, um, that's that. I, I, uh, New San Diego, New York's an odd place, so I wouldn't be surprised that things like that happen. And mm-hmm. I don't remember <laughs> because I don't remember <laughs> a lot of things that's happened in my life, unfortunately. Um, and thank God, <laughs> right? And thank not God because I want to know what happened. 
Um, but that's <laughs> <laughs> but with um, Mr. Uppy, I got I got to be there next time because he's he's coming down over here and we're gonna. I think that we're gonna have a second chance to uh, do a blowout because we never had a good tailgater, you know. And uh, June eighth. June eighth, yes. Yeah, we're gonna have it. So it's official because we've been planning the San Diego trip. Um, my sister, I have a sister. Um, I have two sisters, um, but one of them lives in Houston, Texas, and uh, mm-hmm. she's got you know my younger of the two nieces on my side of the family and after dealing with the headache that is my family she said hey we'd like to spend time with you but maybe not as a family so we decided hey let's go to san diego together because it's a fun city so um it became official yesterday so um yeah so we'll be driving down your way on june 8th and um we're going to maybe do our first in-person uh, recording of our show. I'm looking forward to that and uh, actually actually not having to see you through a video feed or FaceTime or anything like that. And get to see your little man. He's so much bigger now than he was before. And yeah, your girl, get to man. see your home and all nice. that fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here's, we're more than welcome to stay and hang out with us. Well, it's can you... Can you accommodate five people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, air mattresses are air mattresses are yeah. okay too. So yeah, that's... we'll we'll make it work. Uh, I think there's room for two in here, and then uh, the two over there, and we'll make it work. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, because it's a we'll have to place. have a very like fun topic. We'll have to get Mrs. Mustache. Yeah, involved. we'll talk about it. We'll talk like, about it. We'll we'll force her to record with us. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It would be good. What time you guys got to leave tomorrow and the next day? So tomorrow, the next day. Tomorrow, the next day after that. When you- the next day? Um, I don't know. I think my sister's getting in um, fairly early. We'll probably just do a beach day or something. Um, okay. Okay. The, the main purpose of the trip is we're going to take the kids to the zoo in Legoland. Hint, tent, wink, wink. Legoland. Legoland. <laughs> Union discounts. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, um, you, you and your union discounts. You love that. I love it. Hey, it works. What other purpose to be a part of a union than have yeah. union discounts? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I gotta Here, get it for come free. to Legoland with us. Yeah, I gotta come to for free. Come on. I like it. Well, I gotta work Sunday. I got. I'm. Gonna, I already asked for Saturday off. Perfect. So, so but t- Tuesday and Wednesday are your days off, though, right? Yeah. Sweet. We'll go Tuesday and Wednesday. Come down to San Diego. It's only right. like an hour and a half drive. Only an hour and a half. Yeah, but Bevy's got to work, so I got to go down, you know, with her. We'll figure it yeah, out. Good. We'll talk more. Yeah. Off, off got the, this. Off, we'll talk more. <laughs> we'll talk more off the recording. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. So, we're... Um, you know, usually we fly somewhere, but I'm, I'm happy to stay in state this time. I'm happy to um, just get down there, be in a beach town, a little bit cooler weather, get some good pho, get some good sushi, um, Legoland, San Diego Zoo. Like, I'm going to treat you right, man. 
What should you write? Obviously, down? obviously, like, um, you know, we we live about four hundred miles apart, but you know, to put it on air, our private conversation. The second I told you we're coming, you're like, "What time are we leaving home? What time will <laughs> we be here? I'm taking the day <laughs> off." I was like, "Yes." So I mean, honestly, for us, is like the vacation's awesome, but also um, actually getting to spend time with you again. Yeah, and no. barbecue, it'll be good. ice cold Coronas. Yes. It'll be good. It'll be good. Getting a little shitty. Is yeah. Good. I got. I got. Um, I got plans for our barbecue ish. You know, if you if you come later, I'll go to work, and then by the time I get back, it'll be good. Because then I ask for Sunday off. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. everything works out. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can have we have breakfast or something. You know what I mean? So, so I'll, so let me ask. Um, down your way. Um. Do you have a tri-tip down your way? Or oh, that... yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So that's not a cool no. new thing for you? Okay. No, 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 no. I can get tri-tip. Uh, Stater Brothers has a good a good chunk of tri-tip that we can get, depending how big um, you want to go. Two, three pounds. One pound, two pounds. Yeah, probably that's two good. is fine. Yeah. Um, we got to make sure we'll probably have to do some pork ribs. Some. Ch- we'll, we'll just fucking do everything. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a, I I already have an idea up here, but we're gonna. I <laughs> bring some of my beer from up north. Yes, bring get some them of down. your Coachella. Get your Coachella beer. We'll cross. Well, we're we'll probably time. drinking a hell of a lot of Coronas. A lot of Coronas. Well, yeah, it'll be June. It'll probably be about ninety-five degrees already. So yeah. Yeah. Well, then we'll have the ice chest outside, and everybody's playing. Don't worry about it. It's a great scene. It looks like a. We're going to space or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Apollo 11 or 13 or whatever that mm-hmm. that that movie is. So mm-hmm. Everybody's hanging out and they're acting like, like they're, you know, everybody's going to space or something. And, you know, somebody's an astronaut. Everybody, everybody's an astronaut, you know? So we're good. It'll be good. <laughs> we're going to have fun. Uh, the kids are going to have fun. Nobody's gonna get hurt. There's no shotguns or probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So as long as there's no guns involved, I think we're gonna be okay. Well, just beer. We're libtards. We don't have guns, so we're Shot, okay. sh- shotgun beers. We can shotgun a beer. Yeah, okay. I haven't done. done that in a while. Can you? Since you're in college, drinking Coors. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Oh, probably, you know. Let me add those. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 years ago. Thanks, asshole. 15. For making me feel old. <laughs> what? I'm older than you. Shut up. <laughs> I feel very old now after that calculation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, until next week. Uh, for Donovan Mustache hey, hey. and myself Happy. Until next time, we want to say good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I've paid my dues <laughs> time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime. And bad mistakes I've made a few
Fame and fortune and everything that goes with it And I'm at the fucking Reading Festival 